0: This is the Breaking Labels Podcast, and I'm Rosanna Gill. Each episode, we'll discuss labels that have confined the stories of my guests at one point or another and their journeys to thrive beyond them. Some labels are external, and others we put on ourselves as limiting beliefs. But regardless of where the label comes from, we're here to break it because we were meant for so much more. everyone, Welcome back to another episode of Breaking Labels. If this is your first episode, welcome. I am your host Rosanna Gill. I am so excited that you have decided to join us. Maybe somebody shared this episode with you because they thought you would like it, or maybe you are a return listener. And for that I am incredibly grateful. Um, today we are going to have a conversation with my friend Chanel, who is a lovely lovely human being and the mother of a equally lovely human being. I knew pretty early on I wanted to talk to Chanel because she was a teenage mother who actually I didn't know until this episode or when we had our conversation that at one point she was on government assistance, but uh, worked in the corporate world for a long time before she decided to open her own business. And I just could not be more proud of her. I could not be more proud of the work she does, the human she is raising, and I'm so excited for you to get to hear from her and all the great nuggets that she is going to drop for you because there are just so many beautiful ones. I think it's so apropos that she does floral arrangements because so many of the things she said I had to write down because I just thought they were so beautiful and so poignant, just like her floral arrangements. That's maybe a little cheesy and maybe I'm a fangirl, but oh well. Can't wait for you to hear the episode. Also want to, as a reminder, let you know that As a listener of this podcast, if you go to the website in the show notes for True Supplements, spelled T-R-U, they are a line of vegan supplements. I really love their protein. They have a banana maple muffin flavor and a peanut butter banana flavor that are delicious. And if you have never tried vegan protein, it is a different texture than whey protein. Some people like that. I actually prefer the texture of vegan protein. I do not usually prefer the taste of vegan protein because I've tried a lot of brands. Vitamin Shop has gotten a lot of return containers for me because it didn't like the flavor. But I really love this brand. It's yummy. They have a dessert series that's pretty delicious. That's what the banana maple muffin one and the p- peanut butter banana ones come from. So go check out their website. Um, if you use the promo code Labels, all one word, you get a 5% discount. So Show them some support. Show us some support. I much appreciate it. And also, if you are a return listener or this is your first time and you absolutely love the episode, then please, by all means, leave a review on whatever platform you prefer to listen to the podcast on. If you don't want to leave it there, then you are also welcome to come to the podcast Instagram, which is, wait for it, Breaking Labels Podcast. All one word. Super complicated. Not really. So come to the Instagram Send me a message. you'll actually also be able to go there and see pictures of Chanel. Would love to connect with you in any way you feel comfortable. Can't wait to hear from you. Here's Chanel. What's going on, man?
1: Well, so you ready to talk? Um <laughs> I'm, I'm not a talker talking about talking about my life and the things that I do is kind of like, yeah, just know that I make pretty things. <laughs>
0: You do. You make a beautiful daughter. You make beautiful flower arrangements. You make all kinds of pretty things.
1: Girl, I love that kid. That kid is doing so well. I'm so proud of her.
0: Uh, I love when you post updates and I just can't believe what a beautiful young woman she is just blossoming into.
1: Listen, and it scares me so because it's like I have to get ready. You know, the kid is about to be 18. She's going to leave my nest. She's oh about to I was thinking she was sixteen. No man, this chick is about to be eighteen. Oh. And then one day she woke up and saw a mirror and saw she was pretty. Mm-hmm.
0: And she I'm discovered
1: like, herself. She discovered herself, and I'm like, oh my baby. Mm. <laughs> but I love it. I would never tell her to not do what she's into i mean she's my little denise huxtable you know she always changing up what she's into but i'm always be 100 percent supportive of it you know that's just my that's just my kid i love her so well,
0: i think that's mm-hmm. important too that you're encouraging her to discover and not saying okay you you can only pick certain things and you can only be into certain
1: things like you're letting her figure herself out and that's Absolutely. that's a gift <laughs> Absolutely. You got to think about it. I grew up in a very strict Christian home. You know what I mean? Like my mom, we can, when she was very like laid back and chill, but at the same time, you just better know that the Bible force was going to come behind a lot of things of the decisions that you think you're going to (laughs) make. So you better go to God first. And at the same time, I mean, not saying that God isn't important. I would never say that, but it's just that we need to allow our children to, enjoy themselves so that's what I do with my kid I let her be free that's why when she told me she was into modeling because I also model myself you know well just a brand ambassador for a clothing line and I also do not just not just okay model I was going to do photo shoots and stuff like that. And my kid, when she was like, mama, want to mom, I'm like, well, you come to work with me, you know? Mm-hmm. So she, I. It was nice to play dress up with my kid. So she dresses up and takes those pictures that she took off. I'm like, girl, I'm ready to pass on a torch. Oh. <laughs> Cause she's so super cute. She's so super cute and so stylish. I wish I was that stylish when I was a kid.
0: See, I I agree. I love looking at kids now that are like middle school teenagers and they have such a strong sense of style. And I was like, I was still just trying not to just wear what my mom told me to.
1: Exactly. Let alone have a style. Like, that was not
0: even a thing or a thought.
1: It wasn't like nothing at all. I mean, unless it was like a little trend going on with the celebrities. But other than that, no. But yeah. Yeah. So what do you want to know about me? I, I mean, I just...
0: Well, you know. I suppose, I mean, since we've been chatting, this would be a good time to go ahead and talk about what
1: your label is. Living Beauty Floral. Okay. Well, I am I am actually a floral designer where I get to make a whole bunch of pretty things. Um, I love what I do as far as the fresh flower designs. I, to me, I actually, the flowers are art. I try to stay away from the traditional looks, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and that's just my own preference. I like to make wild, wacky looking things. You see my bouquets, like, like they're all going to be something different. So I just, you know, I always try to figure out, um, what it is that you're into, about the person, I always ask people to tell me about the person that they're sending flowers to, and I design, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And I will create something so beautiful to cater to that person, but yeah, I'm just a floral designer. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm,
0: not just. <laughs> every time you say that throughout this conversation, I'm going to correct you. You are not just, you are a lot of things, Chanel.
1: Okay, a lot of things. All right, all right, all right. now I'm embracing. I'm embracing it.
0: Well, I get it. It's a process. It's easier for us to see that in somebody else than to see it in ourselves sometimes.
1: Which is so true. I'm actually taking this one step at a time. You know, like you have to be honest with yourself. The problem is what a lot of people out here is that they're not honest with themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They they fall in love with this image and this idea, but it's like, you know, sometimes you have to be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm still learning. I'm still growing. No way, shape or form in my life saying I'm the best thing since sliced bread when it comes to flowers, not at all. There are so many people that I look up to and I admire, you know what I mean, as far as like in my field. So, but I just make sure that I know that, hey, you are doing these things. I love what I do. I want you to hear more of the passion than than who I am as an individual, if that makes sense. As far as your
0: your floral design?
1: Right. Because I I really, truly love what I do. I really, truly love what I do. If I could do this 24-7, like around the clock, I would. Because it's Mm fun. It's so much fun. And especially when you're able to create, it it helps release stress. All of that. Mm -hmm. Doing what you love. So I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm going to work on that. I'm definitely working on it. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I'll hold you to it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely working on it. But yeah, that's basically what it is just me being a, um, a fresh flower. I do fresh floral design. I also do artificial. I make custom home decor pieces, wreaths, as you can see back here, all kind of stuff. So, yeah.
0: So do you mind if we talk about you being a mom? And Absolutely. that whole journey.
1: Absolutely.
0: Because I think that also somewhere in there, I think helped launch living beauty because oh,
1: yeah, definitely. Um, my kid is a flower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I constantly try to water her and just nurture her and help her grow daily. Mm-hmm. daily. So when I, when I stepped out on faith and decided to run, run, start this business, I wanted to make sure that my kids saw the drive and the fight for the things that I truly wanted. And this is something that I've always wanted to do. And I was discouraged, don't get me wrong, before I started because, you know, I had just went through a divorce. And, you know, and during that time, I was being told, you know, like, this isn't something you should do. You need to you need to focus on getting your life back right. You need to focus on, you know, getting things back in order. You're going through a divorce. This is a lot to deal with.
2: Mm-hmm. And honestly, it
1: became therapeutic for me. I always, always did flower arrangements for my family. Like, you know, creating was nothing. It was just a matter of really stepping on faith to say, you know what? I'm going to start my business. I'm going to do this. My kid needs to see that her mother is able to pick up and, you know, do the things that she loves. Mm-hmm. so and that's what I did my kid definitely played a major role in that because you have some eyes watching you we you have a kid and I try to although my child she understands that I'm not perfect but she she also is able to see like my mom really went hard for it she also acknowledges it a lot she always
0: does she now she's
1: like my number one cheerleader she's so funny behind the scenes she's like Mama, now you know you are good at what you do. Don't even sit here and trip. Don't worry about it. Stop getting sad. Don't think that you're not going to do a good job. You got this, mom. Like, you've made so many beautiful arrangements that she loves to go down the line, reminding me of all the different times people were excited. <laughs> so, I just, I don't know. She's like my little my little partner crime. Mm-hmm. So she definitely played a major role. You know, I got pregnant with her when I was 19. So, we had to grow together, in a sense. You know, that's a very young age to to have a kid, and some parents have had children way younger. hmm So, you, what you... was? Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I, I tend to ramble.
0: I'm sorry. No, well, I was curious because, like you, you alluded to earlier with your mom being very religious in the household you grew up. What was that like when you found out you were pregnant at nineteen? Is that hard to talk to your mom about talking about mother
1: daughter relationships? Yes. You gotta think about it. Like I said, grew up in a you know, we went to church every day like of the week. And mm-hmm. I was, oh, a youth it was one pastor. of those. Yeah, like I was a youth pastor myself. So imagine I didn't like know that, yeah, girl. <laughs> I was a youth pastor myself, so I would imagine dealing with the fact of you're you're teaching other people's kids you're like the the golden child in the church your uncle's a deacon everybody's in the church the whole family's in a church and here you are fresh out of high school you're pregnant you know mm-hmm. I, was, I still don't even know i was planning on going off to college and my mom was trying to convince me to go off in the military so it was my entire family and then next thing i get pregnant i'm pregnant yeah like hey and it was hard for me to face the world. It was extremely hard for me to face the world. It was hard for me to face my mother. Oh, you I'm know, sure. My mom. Yeah. So uh, just the confliction of feeling like, you know, terrible about doing something and becoming pregnant and doing, you know, doing things that you know wasn't pleasing. And, and your mother's are God's eyes. Mm-hmm.
0: So. Which do you think is harder to do something that you know isn't pleasing in your mother's or, your, or God's eyes?
1: honestly, I I see my mother in the same light as I see God. So, Mm.
2: you know,
1: my mother is right up there, (laughs) neck and neck with them. My mother birthed me. My mother gave me life. So I I definitely see that it's hard pleasing mom and God at the same time because it weighs on you when you know that you want to do the right things. You want to make everybody happy. But in the end, we also have to know that, you know, if God blessed us with this, with this child,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. there's a reason that this child was given to you. So now if anything, it's time for you to perk up and get it together. You can't sit and cry about it all the time, baby. You got to get up and you got to do what you need to do. You Mm -hmm. know, it it doesn't mean that because you you've gotten pregnant at a young age, that the whole world stops.
0: And I'm so glad you said that because I think that that's how a lot of people feel or that like, all of a sudden, all these things are going to be derailed for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It doesn't happen like that at all. And believe it or not, you'll start to notice the people that truly do support you. You'll start to notice they'll come around. The ones who a lot of people are just hurt because they, a lot of people tend to have a different vision for your life than you do.
2: Mm. You know what I mean?
1: So uh, a, a lot of people, they will get over it once they see how you tend to, pick yourself up and do what you need to do without any questions asked. This is your life. You own it. This is your, this is your child. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you are fully responsible for this child. You're fully responsible for yourself and the decisions that you make. And um, I, I did not feel like what I did by becoming pregnant and deciding to keep my child was a mistake. There were a lot of people that felt like, you know, maybe you shouldn't keep the kid like what? People at the yeah. church or people outside? People outside and also people within the church, too, because some people are more concerned of image than anything. Ooh, and that is so true. Yeah, yeah you know, they're and then not, not only that, not just the image of just being afraid of the backlash that you will receive. You know, can you handle all of the stares? Can you handle, like, everybody looking at you crazy because you're young and you're pregnant? Mm. You know, so... Which is a lot to
0: handle. I mean, did you ever have situations where people said things out of pocket or?
1: Oh, yeah, I definitely, you know, I I've had people say stuff like, oh, she pregnant now. Now she's going to have a whole bunch of kids. They're going to come back to back to back. I've been told I was going to be barefoot and pregnant. I've been told my kid was going to be barefoot and pregnant because I got pregnant at a young age. So they were trying to
0: put a generational curse on you.
1: Pretty much. But it's oh. okay. Honestly, these these are the stories of the women in my family. Mm. These are their stories. Sometimes they don't realize or recognize some of the things that have affected us and, and attached itself to us over the years. And with that strength, we see that each time we come out on top, you know, we don't let these things get to us. My mother had a child at 16. Mm. Yeah, my sister at 16. She was young you know, mm-hmm. and, and she got pregnant. And we, my family loved on her. Although, yeah, there was a lot of people looking down and front upon her. And it was, there was a moment in time where my grand, my grandmother kind of treated her as if she wasn't her kid because she was that hurt. Oh. So, but at the end of the day, I can honestly say my mother is the strongest woman I know. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people say that about their moms, because we see in our mother's we see so much strength, but we don't see what goes on behind closed door. I could probably tell you I only heard my mother cry, like literally cry, shed tears twice. It was when her best friend died, and um when when one of us was hurt really bad in the hospital. You know what I'm saying? one of my my brother, so it it wasn't like, even
0: for her, her for
1: her, she cried no. for others. Oh no, no. No, I'm more of a punk than my mom. <laughs> my mom is a whole lot tougher than I am. I can tell you that. And plus, she's a Sagittarius, so she's a tough cookie. She can take on a lot of stuff. You know me. I'm a, You know, I tend to cry, but I definitely. Um, I don't hide my emotions from my kid. And the reason I don't is because. I want her to be able to express herself and talk about things. So when she's feeling emotional, she can come to me and talk to me. So these are the, these are the dynamics that my daughter and I have. We, we sit down, we talk, we enjoy one another, you know um, if she's feeling anything, I do, I do not ever want my daughter to ever feel like that door is closed and never Mm.
2: open,
1: you know, and we, this is why I bring on board as far as my business. I bring on board as far as like if I'm if I'm modeling and doing a a photo shoot my kid is going to be there mm-hmm. because she's into a lot of those things herself so I want her to see like yeah we have our things that we that we deal with like she has to deal with peer pressure every day she goes to school she's in high school so she has to deal with a lot of it's different time. things hey it's a good time too I do remember I had a good time in high school oh, I did not I, oh man I'm sorry to hear that but I mean at first I didn't but it got better you know once I started realizing like who I was and my I had one well, I had a
0: couple like a very very tiny handful of friends that made high school bearable otherwise <laughs> I, I remember once coming home from school and my dad and I were talking and I just looked at him in tears and I was like are these really supposed to be the best years of my life because I hate them and I yeah. was just crying and I was like it is so hard like what yeah. I'm not made for this. And he was like, it, he was like, maybe for some people it is, he was like, your life is going to be so much bigger and better than what it is in high yeah. school. And I thought, thank God.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it, and it is like that. Don't get me wrong. High school wasn't perfect for me, but, but for my daughter, I could honestly say the up and downs that she's, she has experienced, you know, with, with colorism, with, you know, with, um, oh. with her looks, with her you with the what does she she, go through with colorism so you know with her being extremely fair yeah Mm -hmm. they they tend to ask her questions like you know are you white are you mixed and stuff like that and she's african-american you know Mm
2: -hmm. but
1: and it and it bothers her because they'll call her they'll call her names they'll say stuff to her like white girl and then there are a lot of girls who uh, of darker complexion that tends to treat her as if she feels like she's better than it. Why is that? Honestly, I went through it as a kid, you know, which is why I, all of my experiences, I tend to try to help my daughter along the way with mine. Mm-hmm. But um, So she, you went through that same sort of situation? Oh, girl, yeah, yeah 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 a lot of people treated me a certain type of way until they finally got to know me like oh you actually kind of cool for a light skin chick (laughs) you know (laughs) can we we talk about this because i can't
0: tell you how many times i've been told oh i'm all right when somebody finds out my mom's black and i'm like why am i all right now like why are (laughs) you all right for a light skin chick
1: trust me you know i know your story especially when they love you know you've been called so many other different you know nationalities like it's like if somebody, they'll be quick to call you Latino or anything. Don't even know, like, first off, I'm human. First off, I'm a person. First off, <laughs> you know, yeah, like Crazy I have a concept. personality. It doesn't mean just because I have whatever this, you may feel like is in my bloodline. What if I did? It doesn't mean that I don't deserve to be treated like a person. Like, But at the same time, just like I tell my kid, those people, when they show you that, abort mission. Those Mm -hmm. are people that you don't need to get to know. Those are people that you don't need to waste any more time on. Mm -hmm.
2: They're not
1: worth it. Because obviously they're a little little close minded and there's not much that you can get out of a person like that. You know what I mean? As an adult,
0: I've come to understand like if you feel that way about me, that says more about you than it does about me. And also
1: how you view yourself absolutely Rosie like you have to completely understand that it is so important to know that it is okay to walk away from people
2: mm-hmm.
1: it is okay to walk away from people for you we don't live these we don't live our life for people
2: mm-hmm. live your life
1: for you for your you know what I'm saying what, whatever yeah. makes you happy and people tend to think like once you come into their lives like you're obligate no i'm not (laughs) i'm not like you have no idea what i deal with every day like you know what i mean like people like the idea of being around you people like the idea of knowing knowing you but can they really stick through the the tough times or the times when you want to shut down and you're not going to be as available Mm. can they do that you know what i mean so and it, honestly as an adult you should be able to walk away from situations and come back and pick up where you left off if you can't do that then oh, that's that's kind of sad
0: now how do you how do you give that advice to Shanice when it is harder in high school to like walk away from cuz you're going to see them every day in class like it's not like as an adult where we can we can truly usually physically distance ourselves unless it's somebody we work with that's awkward um but, like, how do how do you encourage her, like, in this time?
1: Well, I guess now maybe it's easier with remote learning, but I don't know. Yeah. What, what I tell my daughter is go where the happiness is. This is something, mm. this is why my tagline is living for life's beautiful moments. Like, seriously, I truly live by that. Go where you don't have to question the love in the room. She likes, she's a very busy bee. She's into a lot of different activities. I tell her, go where you... Where you want to be like, if you, if over here, if they're rude, go isolate yourself and put yourself over there in the art class. She knows she can go and do different things. And that's what she applies. Like she removes herself from situations. She's actually a pro at it. I
2: love
1: it. You know what I mean? Like she will remove herself from a situation. I've been making sure that this girl is aware of like, you are allowed to walk away from situations. You're allowed Mm -hmm. to say this no longer serves me and, and move on.
0: Did you feel that at that age? Did you feel like that?
1: Absolutely not. I wish somebody would have told me.
0: I wondered if that's why it was so important for you to teach her that.
1: Oh, man, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm definitely a product of my environment. You know, um, my, my mother worked two jobs and also went to school. So wow. I really didn't have anyone to come home to and talk about my, my stresses through school and all of this kind of stuff, the things that I was dealing with. mom was too tired and then sometimes you don't want to bother your mom because she might be a little cranky you know (laughs) I just wanted to make sure the house was clean or whatever but as of course as we as I grew I tend to respect her a lot more I didn't understand it as a kid I felt like my mom you know she wasn't that loving but when I became an adult Mm. and I had my own kid I completely understand why my mom was the way that she was Mm -hmm. she's tired she's you you know Three kids, I'm tired with one <laughs> three kids, so you know I, I I completely get it, and that's why my mother and I we're very close, and we tend to talk we I make sure that we talk a mm. lot because we have to break those 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 curses we have to break those those times where we think that. Oh, you know, it just is what it is. You know, i talked to my mom another time. Man, people are leaving us so quickly. Love mm-hmm. on, love on, love on the love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If there's love around you, love on it. I'm telling you, if it's, if it's not love, abort mission, you don't have time for that because there are so many people out here who absolutely love, support, and adore you. So if there's anyone in your life that you're questioning about that, Abort mission. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get them out. <laughs> Go where the love is. Go where you don't have to question the love in a room. And I would tell my daughter that to the day I die.
0: Can you can you tell me about the journey of, of when you had Chanel and how, or she, excuse me, when you had niece. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when okay. you had your mini you. <laughs> That's what yeah. that was. Like when you had her and then going through just those first few years, because aren't those, and, and maybe I'm wrong, but, I've gotten the impression that those are the hardest whether you have a partner whether you don't like when they're toddlers Mm -hmm. and you're you're you're
1: working like that is a tough time being a single mom a lot of people don't know this I I I really wanted to go to hair school and I did I signed up for hair school I was like about to like graduate I was doing really good in beauty school and I had my own place and things got hard. It got really hard trying to juggle both in daycare, her being a toddler, toddler and and then, you know. And daycare oh is expensive? It is so expensive. And then, you know, you, you're trying to get off of government assistance. I was on government assistance during that time. And I wanted to get off. I wanted to, you know, start my career in here. And it was just, it was really, really hard with her. Can, mm-hmm. can you no. Okay. So I, for me, I had to quit school. I had to quit school and go work. And I entered the corporate world where I made big bucks. And I started to like the money, and I never finished school for hair.
2: I had to, oh. you know, drop that.
1: Yeah. But here's the thing although I've always wanted a flower shop, I. I never saw myself having one. I never thought that that was something I I could obtain. I, oh no, absolutely not. I didn't even oh. think it was a field for me. I didn't think I would belong in the field. I didn't think. Well, begin- why wouldn't you belong in it? Because it, it it doesn't the field doesn't look like me. I gotcha. didn't, you know, honestly, you know, uh, truthfully and honestly, growing up, I, every florist I've seen, I've never seen the black florist. Mm-hmm. They do exist, don't get me wrong. They exist. They are out there. There are some great, wonderful African American florists, but you didn't see for them. Me growing up, I didn't see them. <laughs> can, can we take a second? Like just
0: a, a, a like a slight break because and people don't know this, but there is um somebody I interviewed that's coming up. Um next week on the the podcast when it drops he um he talks a lot he's he's a district attorney and has mm-hmm. threads and he talks a lot about like there was never anybody that looked like me in this field and right. i we were talking about it and i was like i think it's hard because i don't think sometimes people understand why it's so
1: important for black kids to see somebody that looks like them yes. doing things i mean i'm so glad that you said that like i cannot wait to teach classes i want to start doing things Right now I'm in a process of rebranding my business Mm -hmm. um, where I'm, I've been blessed with so many opportunities. I have stood in front of doors that for a long time that are finally opening. And I want to make sure, you know, that I give back. I want to make Mm -hmm. sure that all of my ducks are in a row. Everything is crisp and clean so kids can see, I would love to, you have no idea when my nieces and nephews come in in my office and they see all these flowers, they go crazy, oh. you know? So I, I would love to do these type of things. They do need to see that. We just because I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it at all. I never like uh, me being a florist like, yeah, right. And honestly, I have experienced, you know, being looked at like, you know, that I'm not being taken seriously, basically. Why? You know, just because
0: of the way you look, or because of where your business is, like as far as growing, like why?
1: Honestly, I, I wouldn't even. For for me personally, is. Mm-hmm. It, it, I have stood in front of people who I have shown, my work, you know, are 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 told in the beginning how I felt about my my passion towards flowers and how I want to learn. And I've been looked at like, oh, okay. That's funny. That's cute. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost that's like a pat nice. your head, pat you on the head. Yeah. Pat, thing. My, pat my hand until they see my work. Mm. And it's like, oh, that's really nice. That's really nice. And I'm like, yeah. So can I, can we, can I work with you or can, can you show me some things? I, you know, like, And it's still like, can you take me seriously now? Can you take me seriously now? Like, no, but that's okay. It's fine. (laughs) Because there are so, for every door that closes, I promise you, it's like two, three more that opens. Oh, yeah. To the point where I have to play catch up. So I give people advice every day when it comes to business. And it is this make sure that you are able to hold all of your blessings when they come in because you have to be prepared for them sometimes that thing come flying in hot and fast you pray for it; it is on its way and it's coming are you prepared for it okay now how do you
0: prepare for it
1: you align yourself as far as like prime example so many opportunities was open up for me with my business but yet on the back end the business part of it wasn't looking good at all Mm. So here I am ready just to create and show you how great I am. But you got to know your numbers. You got to know this. You got to, it's a lot of stuff when it comes to business that you're just not getting out here doing what you just love. You also have to maintain your business too. And that me being a young single mother who, you know, always jumped from career to career to career, you know, definitely stayed in the corporate world. I never went to school for floral design, you know? So I, I just knew it was just a natural talent, a natural gift, but I didn't know that I had to take care of the business side of things the way that they need to be. So Mm. you can't be taken seriously. Oh, you can make pretty things all day, but things have to look good. And they have to be in order. So you can Mm. be taken seriously. Sometimes it's not just you that they're not taken seriously. They can look at your work. They can look at, they can look at your website. This which is why I, I'm revamping. I'm doing a whole revamp of my business right now. I'm a very transparent person. Trust me. I still have a lot of work to do. I'm very proud of myself and how far I have come. I'm so proud of myself. See? And I think that we don't celebrate the tiny wins anymore. Like we everybody's just celebrating the big, the big ones, the big steps. We have to celebrate ourselves.
0: You have you, to. I want to go back to something you said, because it's so true when you said, you know, when a door closes, more will open. But you still have oh, to yeah. keep believing after that door closes, because mm-hmm. the other ones don't usually open immediately after.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, when I tell you that doors open, I mean, you, it's, it's also by you not giving up, because how can you see the door if you gave up on that first door that closed? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You won't even recognize doors that are opening for you because you're too busy looking at the last one that closed on you. You have to make sure that you continue striving for what you truly love and what you're truly passionate about. If not, are you really passionate about it?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, because nobody ever said the road was going to be easy. Nope. You for pierced every day in life. Mm-hmm. So why would you allow one door to close on you to stop your dream? You can't. You can't do that. Now, if you feel like, I mean, if you feel like this is just too much and it's too hard, then take a step back. But don't don't throw it away,
0: you know? Can I ask, so, I mean, one, I didn't know that you were ever on government assistance. Mm-hmm. And can you talk to somebody who might be on it? Because I think sometimes one, outside people might assume, well, if you were on it, you will always be on it. Nope. And people who are on it it could be hard for them to think that you could have an entirely different life that you could like you, you could work in the corporate world and you can start your own business. You can be a business owner.
1: Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. When it comes to the government assistant, you have to know and remind yourself every day that this is just a stepping stone to get to the next level. Mm -hmm. And that's all it's supposed to be anyway. Oh, exactly use what you need do what you need to do but you still need to have a, a plan and do your best to execute it do not stay stack do not get comfortable because honestly you can get very very comfortable on government assistance mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's like constant everything is in front of you but unfortunately once you start working that stuff goes away Mm -hmm. (laughs) it really does but they also do have a lot of programs that can still assist in certain ways Mm -hmm. you have to know that sometimes and I've met so many young women that get on you know that um I was on in government housing and a lot of those women out there they were stuck they didn't know what to do they they, you know they felt like oh if I get a job right now then my rent's going to go up Mm -hmm. it's okay it's going to teach you how to budget it's going to mm-hmm. teach you how to handle your bills. It's going to teach you how to, to save more. You know, when you got, when you got everything coming at you free, are you really budgeting? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Are you really thinking about your budget? You know, you, you just, out here like, you really have to know is, I don't want to be on this forever. I mm-hmm. did not want to be on it forever. That was my goal. I had to wake up. Cause don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I, when I was on government assistance, I was young, 19, first apartment, what, you mean to tell me that if I don't work, my rent is free? hmm <laughs> And can we that? say, I
0: don't know anybody, I don't care what socioeconomic level you are at, if your rent is free, and you're, like, come on! You're not going to be excited? You're not going to be like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I know a lot of kids whose rent was free, but it was because their mom and dad paid it. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And they weren't budgeting. They certainly mm-hmm. were not budgeting. So it's funny mm-hmm. to me when people have these double standards of, oh, well, you're on this, so you should act this way. Oh, really? Because... Your parents pay yeah. for everything, and I don't necessarily see you budgeting
1: anything. Right. As, as my kid got older, um, I was ready to grow. Mm. I was ready to, I want to see my kid in the yard. I, I want to see, I wanted to work hard and say I worked hard for it. You know, I've never been a, hey, give me, give me person. I've mm-hmm. never been that. But don't get me wrong, when the government gave it to me, I did get comfortable. So when what when did the for you when did it shift then
0: when did you go from being comfortable to okay I want to do X Y and Z for
1: myself? Um, school districts. There were certain schools that my kid, you know, was going to. My, my kid was in a district of an F school, and she couldn't go to a better school unless I lived in that area. Mm. Stuff like that. It was just it. it the the opportunities around me started to become very slim and I got tired of waking up every day singing shit Cut could have with mm-hmm. with the people around me I I it started to feel like the walls was closing in on me like girl this can't just be the end of the road for you
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know like what do you really want and I knew I wanted to be out of there I knew I wanted to get off of government assistance I knew I wanted to be free and what I did was I worked hard I got I I made sure I stayed on my job and I bust my butt I climbed up the ladder I got bonuses and became I remember part of when you were
0: telling me about some bonuses yeah and not man. amounts but just you were like yeah, I have and you were I could hear the pride in your voice because you mm. knew you had earned that
1: yes I, I, I love because at the same time you want to know another reason why because it goes back to my mom I said in the beginning my mother worked two jobs and went to school we didn't have government assistance Mm -hmm. so I had to channel my mother's energy of wait a minute this is not what we do we work hard for the Mm -hmm. things that we want we don't sit back and we collect we 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 get up and we work hard you at least try just use it. it it should be a temporary situation I I really do because a lot of people get on it and get comfortable. It's so easy to get on government assistance and, and get comfortable. It really is. Mm-hmm. But when you really want some things, there's some things that you will not qualify qualify for. You just won't. So I, and I had to get things together. I was able to get my place and I have my, my condo and then I started of a business. I started, you know, it's just, I don't okay. know. So now let's talk about Going from corporate world where you have
0: a, you have your income, you know what's coming. At this point, so it's 2018. So how long were you in the, the, the corporate world before you decided, one, that you wanted a business, and two, before you were ready to leap for that
1: business? No, I was in the corporate world for 11 years, <laughs> and I'm talking about stress but making mm-hmm. the best money ever like making some really good money and mm-hmm. but here's the thing when I, I out making that money I was allowed to you know just do things that I love and I started to pick back up my hobbies which was creating and making a um, floral arrangements mm-hmm. so then I was like you know what I'm just gonna I'm going to continue to fund this, this, whatever hobby this is at the moment, whatever I'm feeling. And it just became, it brought it all back to me. Like, you know what? I can do this. You know, like I can really, I can really do this. Like, so I started to invest in my business side, the money that I was making on the side. I started my business. I did it. I just stepped out on faith and I said, you know what? I don't see myself working here for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And I definitely want to see myself doing something that I truly am passionate about and I love and I'm and I will wake up every day happy to do it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And when that moment when I decided that I decided to continue to work and also fund my business. And it got so bad to the point where I was growing so much and the demands were so high for the flowers that I had to make a decision. And I still said no. I wanted to stay in the corporate world. Because you like the money, right? <laughs> I, I like my money. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I, I, I would not. It, it got to the point where I had to basically, God had to force me out of that position. Oh. Yeah. What did he do? Like, it was time to, they did cutbacks and everything. And it, it was even funny when I was one of the ones that was um, called back to to be you know, let go during this time. My boss, she said to me, she was like, you know, it's time. She said, your business is growing so much. You, you, it's time, mama. She was like, it, you, you want to never laugh. You nope. would to never laugh.
0: That's, and people can't see because this is just me, a podcast, yeah. but I was smiling so big when you said that he pushed you out. Cause I, like, that's how it works. If yeah. you don't take the sign,
1: if you don't take that little nudge, like, hey, it's yeah. time it will In come. Time. Oh yeah. And, 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 and here's the thing, like, I didn't cry. I didn't feel bad. We're talking about 11 years under your belt of, of just hard work and climbing the ladder and, and getting bonus checks and everything. And just being able to pick up and do what you want to do because you worked hard for that money, mm-hmm. you know, but to be, to, to, to be free. And I knew that I had money. I had my business was funding things, I was forced out and it felt good and I didn't cry about it and I didn't look back once. Because at that point, did you
0: have like that sense of, okay, this is, this is meant to be now?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. I had a, I had a moment where, honestly, I also had a moment where things was coming in too hot and heavy for me on this business. And I was like, my head is spinning, you know? Mm -hmm. So Honestly, I knew I made the um the right decision. Uh, I started to try to go back and work, and sometimes your your soul just doesn't fit in a cubicle. Oh, oh, I love that. I'm, I'm gonna write. Yeah, that. so it, it's just you you you'll recognize. You know, that's why I always tell my kid, go where the love is. Mm-hmm. I do not love that. I do not love going into work into a cubicle every day that same of that same amount of energy and push that i that i give that company that corporation i can give to mine you know what i mean like you have to you, sometimes you're going to get comfortable in your business because nobody's telling you to wake up nobody's telling you like you're not going to be late none of that is happening to you when at your business Mm-hmm. You have to tell yourself that you have to put yourself on the time, and sometimes you can't get a little comfortable, like you know, I'm gonna sleep in today. But no, you can't. You have to be on top of it, like the you discipline. would in any other. It. Yeah, it's good. oh god, you have to be so disciplined. Mm-hmm. And I'm not that that good at it. Well, <laughs> and sometimes you know, but better,
0: I'm sure.
1: Yeah, but I'm I'm definitely a whole lot better than what I was. But yeah, that's that's mainly it. I, I tell people go for it. Um, I, I wanted.
0: I asked earlier how long you're in the corporate world because I think sometimes, and I always fell prey to this when I would listen to podcasts or books and these inspiring stories, and you kind of see like the the or you hear the quick montage of people's lives, like, oh, I felt this way, and then I did this and this, but they're not actually telling you the amount of time that lapses, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's not usually this big aha moment and everything changes the next day like it's a process and and i think sometimes we get so caught up on well i didn't have this overnight moment so maybe this is like maybe these feelings i have are not true or maybe i shouldn't follow through with this like people think it's going to be so immediate
1: oh no it's not and honestly you also have to have faith in yourself Don't get out here doing this stuff if you don't have faith in yourself. You have to believe in yourself because what God has for you is for you. Mm -hmm. There's a reason that you wake up and you can't stop thinking about your passion. There's a reason that you, you, you go to your job every day and you just want to throw that keyboard because it's like, I don't want to do this the rest of my life. There's a reason for that. It's because you know that you are ordained to do something. Because it's in it's in you. It's pumping your blood every day. You can't stop thinking about it. That's why when I tell people in there, like, I can't make a decision on if I should leave my job or not, you'll know. Mm-hmm. You'll know when you're ready. And if not, he gonna force you out. <laughs> he <laughs> you out. He gonna get you out of there. That's if you have faith. You know, everybody, everybody's a little different when it comes to, you know, faith and everything. But me, I definitely believe that what's for you is for you and if if you have faith and you put all of that into what you are doing you can only go to the top seriously and um and but you know just like just like you have to remember but you can't sit up here and say these are the things that you want and you don't put in work right you have to work you have to you have to really work hard for the things that you want so this is like, this is how I make sure that my daughter is included in everything. She gets to see the highs, the lows, and she gets to ride the wave with me on things. So, Can yeah, I, you,
0: I also really respect because I think sometimes it's it could be easy to say, well, I can't leave this job or I can't start this business because I have a daughter or I have a child and I need there to be this income for them and. I mean, I obviously, you kept the corporate income for a long time because you wanted that income. But it's also beautiful to think and to see that she got to see her mother start mm-hmm. a business that she loves and is passionate about and to take steps without having that road completely figured out in front of her.
1: Yeah. I I mean, for for her, for my kid to see me go through that, she does tell me how she feels about it, you know, and she is to the point where she's so. When your kid tells you that they're proud of you, you're doing the right thing. You know what I mean? So, it my my kid she she definitely reminds me of why I do this, and it has to the point where she's talking about her business, like she wants to be a tattoo artist. You know, like yes she wants her own you know it's it's so many different things remember we're talking about this girl she is so talented and all her different dreams that she brings up I'm like yeah let's do it. what we need to do like yeah yeah like I'm excited about this but I love the fact that she she's so low-key and so chill like she's so lo-fi like and then she she's just she's that kid that's just gonna come out of nowhere and just blow up out of nowhere like I just I I can just feel it she's so smart but yeah her well, her definitely watching me has taught her a lot to the point where she even applies it to her life she told she tells me how you know she goes hard for the things that she wants in school like if, if she she doesn't back down she doesn't let a no stop her and and oh. she's seen me not let a no stop me so That's we huge. definitely yeah so she She's definitely going to do some great things in life. And I'm glad that I was able to show her that we, you know, it's going to get tough, but we don't give up, you know?
0: Mhm. <laughs> mhm.
1: So what are the next steps for you? For me is definitely, like I said, we're rebranding um living beauty florals i just um i'm not changing the company name i love it It means so much to me you know it's all about just i i live for those smiles you know when people see that see their arrangements i live for it i get so excited it does something to my spirit smiles are contagious i just love it and i I feel like we don't
0: what is like your product line? I know that you have done arrangements for weddings. I know that Mm -hmm. you've done them for events, but what, what is the line? Like for anybody listening who wants to go to Mm -hmm. your website, what, what can they find?
1: Well, you can, you will definitely find fresh flowers. We do fresh flower delivery. Um, We do weddings Mm -hmm. We we I'm not an event planner. I do not do the planning and uh, all of that. Uh, But I can point you in the right direction to people that are great. Events by Tiffany J is a great person. Um but for but
0: talent. I have so much respect for that. Like I have Yeah, I know Tiffany's amazing. I have a cousin who she and my aunt are just natural born planners and I watch them and I'm like, Oh yeah,
1: no, I wouldn't. Yeah. I can't do it. That's no, 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 no. Here's your flowers. Thank you. Yep. Have a great one. Yep. <laughs> Congratulations. <Okay. laughs> but the flowers are very important to those events. Right. So, you know, like if there are event planners that need flowers, I can definitely, you know, supply them with that because there are some event planners that don't like dealing with flowers at all, you know? Really? Um, yeah. Like you know, to to create the bouquets and oh. do that, a lot of people don't. You know, they're like they rather go through a florist and, and order those. Well, I was an event planner. Quite frankly, I would
0: assume that I would want to outsource that to somebody else anyway. Like, why do you have to
1: do all the things? Yeah, but I mean, but that, but it also depends on how big or small the wedding is. Some people can, you know, you can do it. But us, and then also we. I do like I have a flower wall, I build flower walls. Um, I have one in a boutique right now. That's Talk of the Town boutique. And um, she has a couple of my centerpieces in there. So just mainly like artificial centerpieces, we do seasonal reefs. A lot of custom reefs are made. Um we have um a few realtors who um, order wreaths to give for closing cost closing gifts oh, so such yeah a good idea yeah so that, that's mainly it so fresh oh, flowers artificial center f- centerpieces um we also do um home decor stuff like that yeah do any of
0: the realtors use the, the flower arrangements for when they're staging homes Mm hmm. hmm. because mm-hmm, i would think that have- that'd be a great touch
1: Yes, I have done um, a couple of centerpieces for some for some showing homes for the tables. So, yeah, I think, listen, and then when you start networking and collaborating with people, there's some really great people that are doing some wonderful things out here in Jacksonville. Because you you're located where?
0: Just outside of Boston
1: outside of Boston, I knew you, I was like, she's still in Boston, Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm like, and then you end up meeting so many great people that are doing so many wonderful things, like, you know, like, for instance, I'm modeling for this boutique, 904 Fashions, this woman's a pastor, beautiful spirit, and she, she, her dream was to have a clothing store, and she does, and my daughter and I we model for it like you know we we come there we we model together and it's just such it's like we're playing dress up you know all day come on that is the best mother-daughter experience right moly we have a great time so yeah so definitely check her out you know um she she's um located in Augustine if you are in Jacksonville she's a sweet 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 woman um the name of the company is 904 first first lady fashion is 904 but definitely re- check her out you can order online and she ships but
0: what i'll do is um she has a website right yeah, yeah definitely so i will link to her website in the show notes for this and i will obviously link to the free to your website in the show notes now yeah. do, you do do you ship flowers or is it right now local delivery
1: Right now it's local delivery for fresh flowers, but we do, however, we do still ship, you know, artificial, like some people, like for instance, we have bouquets, they want an artificial bouquet, Um, I can ship that, we ship our reefs, we ship, um, we also ship the centerpieces that people ask for me to create for them, and a lot of stuff, tell me your vision, like oh, I want this. I want that. I have had some of the most craziest things that people have requested for flowers. Oh, I, need
0: to, I need to hear. Okay, tell me the craziest. Oh, okay, I love so stuff.
1: um, mm. let's see. One time, I had a situation where a guy wanted like fresh flowers in a boot. I have done that before. Fresh flowers in a, a boot. A old, dirtish, stinking boot. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> but it's yeah, but it meant something to him. I gotta listen. All I know is that it was crunched on. I had flowers going. I had everything working around, and I made it. And it was really nice. And I, I don't. I'm have assuming it was. It, it was very. It was something very sentimental. Like that boot belonged to somebody or meant yeah, something did, to it him. It did. It did. But sometimes I don't even ask questions, honey. I just okay. You know, they're like I'll create it for a minute, and they're pleased with it. And the only thing is, like sometimes I get so swamped. Like I have to. When you're a business owner you have to think about your marketing you have to mm-hmm. you have to take pictures you have to post the pictures you have to it's a lot of steps a business owner has to take and you know doing it alone I'm a single mom I thank God I have a kid that pitches in and helps me out and I have a family that is supportive like my dad delivers for me Does so yeah like it's my brother like I have a delivery van and I've taken a lot of losses in this business too can, you know, I, a what, lot. what's been
0: a loss? Can you give me an example but,
1: of that? Oh yeah, there were times where I wanted my my van's uh designed a special way, so I wanted to have people pit you know, paint the van, give them an opportunity. Like yeah, you can be the one to design my van. I pay, I pay the people, and it didn't happen. You know what I mean? They just and didn't do it. No, it started and then it never finished, and then oh my god yeah so and it was it was just a crazy situation to the point where you know i got out there and hand painted it myself look at you my daughter and i and she's an artist so it definitely worked out and there have been times where i've paid people to design my website never heard anything back from them and you're kidding me listen you have to be careful. There are some. There are some vultures out there, and then there are some really great people. Mm-hmm. And what I do not do is allow these type of situations to stop me from working with others. You know what I mean? Because that's that's that individual. Those those are those people. But there have been a, a lot. of I appreciate of bad you events.
0: saying that because those situations would be enough for some people to say, nope, nope, nope. There's too many bad people. It's not worth it. But you you. <laughs> Same same breath you said, nope, there's
1: some great people out there too. Yeah. I mean at the end of the day, if 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 they're a person that you can tell them like, listen, this situation wasn't good, you know, sometimes they sometimes people need to know that they're doing something wrong. And you know, mm-hmm. and a few years later they'll come back back better than ever. Shoot there was a time where I was called to do a job and I messed it up so bad and it was a really big event. I cried about it for days.
2: Okay.
1: And, and you know what I mean? It was a really big event and I really wanted to do it. And I and I messed up on, on one little thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't allow a liquid to dry in the vase that, you know, that was supposed to make it look like water. I didn't allow it to dry in time and it got and it spilled on some of the glasses mm. and it was sticky for the people that received them and I, I was really disappointed in myself and, you know, of course the person who purchased it, she was just like, it's okay. You know, we make mistakes. you corrected, you try to correct it. Like you're human, baby. It's okay. Oh, God and bless. I appreciate that. Yeah. And I will always support her. I will always support her. Her name is Amanda Batts. She's a, she's a wonderful woman and she does these wonderful women empower events. And I was, you know, yeah, women empowerment. So um, but she definitely understood, and I appreciate that I really I, do and this was years ago, and I just I felt so terrible I really did but well, I
0: appreciate that given what she does women empowerment events she is she is an honest person and she she shows grace because there are some people who may say like mm-hmm. she could also be doing these women empowerment events and tear you up one side down the other you know it
1: and there are people like that that will do that there mm-hmm. are people. That's so why you have to be very, very careful of the people that you allow into your life mm-hmm. and, and into your, just into your space too. Yes. Because there are some people that can try to tell you down the minute that things don't go their way. And I appreciate her. I'm, I'm going to always be forever grateful for her for that because it was a teachable moment and she allowed, she allowed me to, you know, be apologetic too. You know, Mm -hmm. and and also to give me the closure that I need, that it was okay. And I appreciate her for that. I'm forever grateful. Yeah. (laughs) Can I tell you,
0: I I knew this was going to be an amazing conversation and that you would just give so much to other women, but you, you came with things I didn't even
1: expect. No, listen, I'm first off, I get tongue tied (laughs) a lot. (laughs) You can't tell it from this. I do I do, I do, I do, but it's it's but then sometimes i I ramble because it's like, okay, when is the conversation gonna like when, when we're gonna move to the next subject? I don't know how to like stop, so you have to like jump in there and be like, all right, let's move on to the next thing, but this is really cool, I'm glad that you you know i am I'm also extremely honored that you decided to interview me, you know I you for that, and I miss you so much, man. Yeah. Likewise. I'm
0: I'm hoping I'm going to get to come back down and visit, maybe not in the next few months, but at some point soon. <laughs> yeah,
1: please. And I'm so glad that you're doing this.
0: Thank you. Thank you. It it is, It is the most natural feeling thing I have ever done. Man,
1: listen, if I can tell any of your listeners, I would tell them that you have such a beautiful soul. Everything that comes from you is coming from your heart. And you know that the people that you are bringing on to interview, I'm pretty sure that you you know that you know their hearts too. You mm-hmm. know mine. So mm-hmm. if I can tell any of the women that are listening or any of the guys who follow your dreams. Don't give up just because a door closed because there are going to be so many more that are going to open. It's just that door wasn't the one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, look to your children. It's so important to look to your children because believe it or not, they see more than you think that they do, mm. and they are able to guide you along the way as well if you if you let them, and and don't think that because you have children that you cannot pursue your dream. You can, you really can. Um, I'm I'm a, a living witness and testimony to that.
0: I am so excited for women to hear <laughs> this. You you have no idea. Like I just know there are so many women of various phases of motherhood, life, life phases that are just going to get so much from the Chanel. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Oh man. Don't thank me for that. Listen, I love it. I'm excited because there are things that I wish somebody would have told me, you know, but unfortunately they didn't. I had to learn a lot. And so are our kids. Our kids are going to have to learn a lot on their own too, on their own too. But for me, I can honestly say if I can pour it out, into somebody else I would definitely do that. So You did. Tell them to contact me if anybody want to call and talk. Sometimes I'm a little busy. <laughs> 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 you can you can contact me for flowers definitely. 904-802-4944. Right.
0: Um,
1: 904-802-4944. And um you can also reach out to me um through my website, but right now it's on a construction. We're about to get a new website, but it's livingbeautyflorals.com. And I'm so excited about that because oh now, my gosh. Can they connect my with website, you on
0: Instagram?
1: Yes, Instagram is the same thing Living Beauty Florals. That's what I thought. Yep. Yeah. So you'll see it come up. You'll see all the beautiful flowers. Um I, I had the honor of teaching a, a wonderful class at the garden club recently, which was one of my biggest dreams. Oh my gosh, and no. Yeah, man. And it was a sold-out event. And I just and they and they loved it. It was great. And I didn't know not a soul in there that showed up. So sometimes you never know who's watching. And yeah, I didn't oh yeah. know the person who recommended me to teach the class. That's why I say, do not get discouraged when doors close because there's somebody probably mentioning your name and what you do in a different room and you Mm -hmm. have no idea about it. So a door is going to fly open for you. Do not get discouraged. I promise you dreams are going to happen and they're going to come true. So, yeah.